my dick, kiss your side, and I come in your eye. That is the Rallo. Whenever the takes his fist and rams it up, Wackerly's butthole, that's not Rallo. I do not know why I'm singing this song, just thought I'd call it in mother shoulders. I don't know if that was a Spanish word or not, but I do not care, because this is Rallo and I'm back, hoes. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Happy New Year there, Wackerly, the big 2011. How goes yep. it? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, how it's was five New days in, and I'm, I'm ecstatic. Really? New decade? <laughs> Ushering in a new decade here? I thought... Ten was a new decade. I thought I thought it started in two thousand eleven. Aught eleven. Um, it seems like everybody was saying it was the end of it was a new decade for January first, two thousand ten. All right, to me, People, it's a new decade this year. You did not celebrate it last time because no. you're not allowed to do it twice. You want to know why? Because two thousand ten sucked. It was a shitty year. And I don't think it was just a shitty year because obviously I had a, personally I had a shitty year this past year, but I think it was a shitty year for all parties. Because of the BP oil spill? The, the earthquake in Haiti, the economic recession. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I mean, it was just a shitty year all the way around. So I think, you know, I, I don't think I'm the only person who's saying fuck 2010. What was the thing you said after Haiti? Uh, the economic recession. I mean, oh. it's, it's been. I mean, that, 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 that started a long time ago, didn't it? Well, that started a few years ago. I mean, it's a couple of years ago. It started when Obama became president. God damn it! <laughs> president. Not a coincidence. <laughs> but That's no, I, I'm just saying, 2010 was a shitty year in general, and so I think a lot of people were welcoming the new year, really, and uh, yeah. welcoming 2011. Well, probably a lot of people. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> how how was your New Year's? Oh, you know, it lived up to my expectations of nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Weren't you talking about having like a big New Year's party that I wasn't invited to? I, no, not at all. It wasn't going to be big party. It was going to be a small party, and it wasn't even going to be a party. It was going to be something resembling a facsimile of a New Year's party. Well, where'd you and, say? Where, I mean, so wait, you're saying it was going to be like your Super Bowl parties you've had in the past, right? <laughs> I had to bring that up, but yeah, uh, I know you did. No, we we, we, we get Super Bowl since that infamous Super Bowl, by the way. You've you had several that. Super Bowl parties <laughs> that that have that have been quite fun and fun-filled, action-packed Super Bowl parties. But I think we were both commiserating about New Year's, weren't we? Recently, I don't know, but we were talking. Yeah, about, yeah, I hate. I always hate it. Yeah, it's just an obligation to go out and party. And uh, I think you were saying, you know what? I'm going to take a stand this year and say, fuck going out to clubs and or ex- you know stupid parties where I don't know anybody. I'm just gonna have a it party was, at my it own was house. Fuck, fuck going out and doing anything was the rule. 
So what ended but up I, happening? I caved. I caved. So you did somebody... end up going out and celebrating. <laughs> yeah, somebody at the last minute was like, oh, well, this person's having a party. So, And I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's go. I, like, I don't want to sit around and be depressed. And well, so I went out and got super drunk and was drunk and depressed and wanted to leave the party. But it so, was way across town. It was raining. So I so, couldn't just like walk home. And, you know, there no, there no, you can't get a cab on New Year's Eve. We didn't talk about that, how, how much that sucks. No, it's so crowded. The cities yeah. are crowded with uh, amateurs. Um, you it's know, all these other, I went, to this, I went to this party with all these other people and I'm like, uh, I want to go home. <laughs> and they're all like, what? We're getting drunk and having fun. And I was like, Eeyore. Was that b- before New Year's Eve? Like new, before midnight? New, no, no, it was after midnight. I made it to midnight. <laughs> but I was like the po- I was like, you know, they have the whatever is it, the old man, and then there's the baby every New Year. The old man's the old, old year, and the baby's the New Year. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. What are you talking? About? I was like, is the it, are depressed- you talking about your own like your wet dream you have on New Year's? You, you've never seen these pictures? What you're not following me? What what picture of an old man and a baby? Oh dear God! Like for all time, they've had. It's like the mascot. Every New Year, there's a mascot. There's an old man and a baby. The baby represents the New Year, ushering the old man out. You've never seen this. You know how I can I do a podcast with this. you when you have no cultural touchstones? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I might not be able to. I was to... the I was the depressed New Year's donkey. Okay. What is this like a Norman Rockwell painting or something that you've seen? Is this from the Saturday Evening Post? I've never even seen this. Yes, yeah. Norman Rockwell painted it multiple <laughs> times. I I don't know. Maybe <laughs> once he did. What website are you going to to where you where you've been seeing this old man and the baby picture? These archetypes predate websites, okay? Okay, so this is from Google? Reader's Digest. Probably. Yeah, it's for old people. Old people know about it. Dude, I don't know. I'm thinking of Snooky coming out of a ball on New Year's. That's what that's what I connote New Year's with. Did she do that? Yeah. No, Snooky, like the, the ball dropped in New York and the Snooky came out of it. That's kind of gross. Well, if you ask me, I think that's like ushering in the Antichrist or something. She wrote a book now. She's a published author. Did you know that? That's another reason why we're ushering in the Antichrist. Well, let me, before we get off this, for, to put it in more relevant terms, the old man is Dick Clark and the young baby is... Seacrest. What's his name? Carson Daly? Seacrest. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. <laughs> do, do they even uh, wheel out Dick Clark's corpse anymore? Yes. His withered husk it's comes even, out. It's not even every talk radio show has gone over this, but yeah, yeah, they bring him out. He's got, he has had a stroke. He can't talk. Do, do they make yeah. him like force him to say like a couple words like mumble no, some phrases? No, no, he ta- he talks at length and he counts down the ball, not starting at five, not starting at ten, starting at twenty five. How long does it take? Does it take an actual real like twenty five seconds in real time for him to to count that down? You know, it's kind of a precise uh, order of measurement when the actual midnight hour hits. So I know. somehow can they he keep up with it? The mark. He's a professional entertainer. He's not some amateurish dilettante podcast. Yeah, but he's a professional entertainer who's had a debilitating stroke. Right. That's how much better than us he is. Yeah, it's no. ridiculous, but he's still he can still pull it off. No, it 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 is quite remarkable. I I did not see that, but um 
Yeah, I didn't end up seeing that. No, my, I, didn't, I didn't see the snook, Snookster come out. Did you saw that? That is a sign of the apocalypse. No, I saw. I was reading. Uh, I was in the new reading the news today, and I was like, or a couple days ago, and I was like, "What Snooky was that? Uh, that the, the the New Year's Eve ringing in the rocking New Year's Eve? It's like why? <laughs> why is that woman famous? First of all, I understand Jersey Shore, but <laughs> I mean, said, oh, come to life, Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think she is a, 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 a real life Oompa Loompa. But all of a I sudden, would, I, w- I would bone her. By the way, would you? I wouldn't date her, but I would have sex with her. Ooh, I would definitely wear protection. But yes, I probably I would. Yeah, have sex obviously, with her. I'd wear protection. I yeah, I would have sex. with I'd her. I'd pull I mean, out and jizz on her stomach the last minute. Yeah, but you you've seen evidence that the, the the people who rut with that pig. She's just, I don't know. There's, there's she something. likes big, she likes roid rage guys. So I don't think their penises are so small, they probably never even really get it in. They I read go- that she's attracted to back knee, just back acne, which is caused by roids. Yeah, it's all, it comes with the She package. finds that attractive. Small penis, back knee, you know, violent temper tantrums. Well, if you ask me, I think she is the Antichrist. And between her. The thousands of birds that died that night, and then the dead fish that are appearing in the ocean, Wackerly, I think the apocalypse is almost upon us. Uh, what did you think? What was your your sentiments on the the dead the dead birds? Well, it's hard to say what the real facts are, right? I mean, some facts are facts, and some facts is facts. Like like I heard that the all the birds were internally liquefied. <laughs> is that true? No, I don't. where did you hear this? What they fall into a big blender? Like where? I was, how did they become liquefied? No, no. In turn, this is that would be weird. But this is even weirder. They were internally liquefied. All of their organs internally. Like from the outside, they looked fine. But if you cut one open, they wouldn't have organs. It would just be like a Slurpee, like a bird flavored Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of talk radio all week because I was driving around for work. No, like they, all... I think that I, I read that they they endured massive head trauma, but oh. I didn't hear anything about these slurpy innards. I have a, I'm having a hard time discerning what really happened and what is just now urban and biblical legend. All right, well let's let's together. let's review the facts, okay, Wacker? Just before midnight on New Year's Eve, just before the Snooky emerged from the ball. Okay, just That's before. What... Which passage of Revelations does this correspond to? You have to like annotate. Um, I guess this would be thirteen dash forty niner, dash sixty nine or something somewhere around 5. there. Yeah. Um, just before midnight New Year's Eve, uh, somewhere some something between one thousand to five thousand red winged blackbirds and starlings fell from the sky within a oh. one mile area over the town of BB, Arkansas. They got they got a pretty good. Is that reflect on the arkansonians counting abilities i mean 1000 to 5000 that's a large range yeah i didn't even birds. know they could count up to 1000 in the state of arkansas so i was impressed just by that but uh yeah apparently they can't count past 1000 um this actually happened back in july but they just finished counting <laughs> <laughs> and so the last few days over this past week have also seen a mass fish kill in which an estimated 100,000 drumfish washed up on a 20-mile stretch near the town of Ozark, Arkansas, which is only about 100 miles away from BB. Wow. So two separate 
animal, I, I, I guess, animal mass suicides occurred. Or, or just death. I mean, yes, we, we don't have deaths, any evidence, yeah. evidence that they killed themselves. No, and, or you can't even say there's real evidence that it was genocide either. So it was just uh, <laughs> genocide. Yeah, animal mass killings. It was, it was basically just animals died. Massive death, immediate death of animals over uh, in an area that's only two, two, you know, 100 miles away from each other. These two obscure towns in Arkansas. Yeah. And if you think about it, BB and Ozark sound like two towns that an alien species would, you know, probably end up showing up at. I was going to ask if there had been any UFO sightings to go along with this. Well, don't you think it's like in San Francisco, they're never like, ah, you know, we saw a UFO here. Or how many UFO sightings do you see in San Francisco or New York City? An unidentified faggy object. (laughs) Oh. Now that happens on a regular basis. I think it's because when people in San Francisco get probed by the aliens, they don't report it. They go back the next night. They pay for it. (laughs) They go back looking for the aliens. But in a city like He never called me. That (laughs) asshole. He said he was going to. But in a city like Ozark, Arkansas, though, you'd expect it's like, okay, yeah, that, that is where a UFO sighting would occur. Yeah, they will report it because they do not like being probed. So we had the 1,000 to 5,000 birds that died in BB. We had the the fish wash up on the shore of Ozark. And then 500 red-winged blackbirds, starlings, and grackles fell to their death over a quarter-mile stretch of highway in Labar, Louisiana. Tell me – remind me the difference between Louisiana and Arkansas again. (laughs) Aren't they right next to each other? Why aren't they just one big state? I think it's just a couple extra chromosomes. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Which side? (laughs) And so last night – Hundreds, uh, yeah, they said hundreds of what were most likely jackdaws, I guess another kind of bird species here, fell to the ground in Sweden. So here we're we're having all these bizarre deaths of animals. Well, I I will point out this also. These are all egg-laying animals. And you know how I feel about egg-laying animals from a couple shows back. Yes. I don't like them. And I'm kind of glad that they're not. I wish they all would die. For you, you're probably really not all that concerned about the death of these animals. No, I'm happy. <laughs> but do you find this a sign of the apocalypse? And that's the question here on hand. Is people I am are a saying, little frightened at the same time. You're the religious right. people. It's like people in Arkansas are all up in arms saying, no, there's, this is more than a coincidence. This is the first sign of the apocalypse. You know, well, these- what about the 2012 people? Are those people religious or are they just nutty? I don't know. They say it's it's the beginning act, the genesis of a macabre play of bizarre death and destruction that will end in December 2012. Okay, that was my next question. So we got a couple years of this. According to the 2012 people, we get to go all the way through 2012. Do we get – so when we get Santa, we get to go through t- – December 25th, 2012, we get presents? No, the four horsemen arrive in December 2012. So it's all done by that point. But see, this is all well and good to say in 2012 we'll all die or in December. But like, do I get December to still be alive and have my presents for five days? Or like on December 1st, do the four horsemen come? Or on January 1st, 2012, do the four horsemen come? Or Quetzalcoatl or whatever the fuck it is. Is uh. When are we going to do the, the Sick and Wrong annual holiday show? Are if, we going to get to do uh, an annual Armageddon holiday outside, show? outside, how are we going to do the annual holiday show? Yes, Wackley, that is a uh, that is a concern of mine as well. But well, we know that this coming holiday show in twelve months or whatever, we're okay with that. 
we're okay with that one, but it's unclear to me whether the one whether that's going to be the last one ever or if we can do the one after that. You know, it's because these religious zealots are never all that specific with their claims. They really aren't. That, that, I mean, because of that, we are uncertain. I mean, I, I'm assuming that the world is going to end regardless of whether we know about it or whether the zealots tell us correctly. Yeah, well, they're always making all these claims and, uh, you know, and announcements and proclamations, but yet they have no evidence. And so right. it, here it is now. The scientists are offering their explanations. So what do you think ca- caused this whack? Like, what, what's your first instinct? What would you first your first rational explanation? Chemtrails. Probably chemtrails. So you're, you're blaming it on poison. You're bl- blaming it on. Uh... <laughs> I was just leaning to another psychotic delusion that people have. But uh, I don't know. The Illuminatus. I would say that. The fish I don't care about. Fish are die all the time in mass numbers, right? Yeah, uh, no but, fish. Fish. This is. I mean, th- this isn't an an a hundred thousand fish appearing washed up on the shore is not an unprecedented event. No, fish are just very fragile, and the sea is a very dangerous place. The birds, you, I would say, pissed? they ran into a power line or were hit by a plane, or even if they weren't hit by a plane, they could have been caught in the vor the vortex of the plane's backwash. Uh, uh, fluid uh, turbulence effect. <laughs> I could say all that with a straight bit. I also forgot some words in the middle of it. Wackerly's pseudoscientific explanation. <laughs> it, and it works. And the thing is, it, it works. There, there are listeners in the audience right now that's like, God, Wackerly's so smart. Oh, he dude, so there's, smart. There, are female, there are female scientists in white lab coats just finger banging themselves right now dude their panties are drenched right now because of what you they're just on the, said on their lab stool in the corner of the lab because they're they're super late at night because they have no lives and they just work all the time and they just got off yeah no they're rocking dropping science in an orgasmic frenzy right now because of what you just said and you know what wackily you're not all that far off it's pretty fun it's, yeah what happened far off. Uh, so oh you know say- what happened yeah, I'm reading an article here with well, you know, no one knows what's happened, but these are the theories from this the scientists, the quote unquote scientists who are weighing in here. I don't know how their theories are um so much more credible than uh than the religious zealots, but hey. They um, ain't me know. I believe them. Anyway, they're saying that there's not that much of a mystery behind a hundred thousand dead fish. You know, they're ruling out pollutants or toxins just because it was one specific species. But they, they probably said, you know, it's probably an unidentified disease killed the fish. Happens from time to time. <laughs> okay. You know? I'm a, if you're saying that it's not the end of the world, but there might be an unidentified disease out there, that doesn't make me feel a lot better. Dude, fish aids. You know how they said cats, got, <laughs> cats can get cat aids? I bet you these fish all of a sudden got fish aids. Right. They weren't wearing but like, fish you know, condoms. Like fish Ebola then becomes human Ebola or something, or swine flu or fish flu or SARS. I mean, fish are are so fragile. You could urinate in their ecosystem, and all of a sudden, like one fish has an allergy to your urine, you know, or to the amount of vodka that's in in your urine. Yeah. And they die. So, okay, you've reassured me. Now, the birds, I think that situation is a little bit more complicated. I mean, I think there's several different competing theories here to account for the deaths. Um, they say weather could be a culprit. Uh, hail or lightning might have hit the birds, which I don't know if I really buy into that theory. The lightning or the hail? Both. I, you know, it, it, it hails all the time in the winter. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, 
hail would have killed 1,000 birds in just one moment, you know, one, one flurry of hail. Well, yeah, but not in – it doesn't hail all the time in Arkansas. That's way down south. It, well, and no one really has pointed out if it was actually hailing that night. Well, but it could be hailing in the upper atmosphere where these birds are flying around, you know, cruising, doing loop-the-loops and whatnot, uh, trying to impress their girlfriends, and they ran into some unexpected hail. Well, okay, weather might be a culprit. I, you know, people <laughs> say people are ruling out disease and toxins, which you'll be happy to hear. Mm-hmm. A disease would have taken out a lot more. Than yeah, this. I can get I can get hailed on and be fine. Like fuck, if those birds can't hack it, then fuck them. Yeah, but would you want to have dead birds rain upon you? I don't care. What would as long as they don't touch more? my as long as they don't touch my skin. If yeah. I have an umbrella or you know a, a like a beekeeper outfit. I don't understand why like uh, blackbirds have to die. Why why can't pigeons die? They're more annoying. Blackbirds are pretty annoying too. Grackles. Yeah. You know why they call it a grackle? Because of the obnoxious noise it makes. All right. So I guess it's At not least, a bad. It's, I it's hate not. birds anyway. Who cares? Yeah. But it, if, it, if there's a disease, an epidemic going around, then I think it would have been more than just one isolated flock. Probably. So, so they're saying it, you know, it's probably not a disease and it's probably not poisoning. So here's the explanation. Here's the theory that, uh, people, that, that people seem to have bought and people seem to um, – to uh, explain the deaths of all these birds. They say near midnight on New Year's Eve is when these deaths occurred. People mark the beginning of the new year with fireworks. They're claiming that the fireworks that were shot off in the area near where the birds were roosting could have scared them, creating a traumatic, stressful event. (laughs) Apparently, these birds uh, don't have very good vision. They freaked out, flew up in the air, and flew into each other, causing the massive head trauma, falling to the ground, and then dying when they hit the ground. Massive bird death. It's like Bird Hiroshima. They got scared of fireworks. Why were they shooting off fireworks in the the middle of... It was at a New Year's Eve thing? You know, fireworks must be legal in uh, Arkansas. I'm not sure. Oh, do you have any doubt in your mind that they're legal there? Come on. (laughs) I think they probably just make their own. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. But so... so, Are are you frightened? I mean, do you you feel like... It's we're on the verge of apocalypse here. I actually am not opposed to the apocalypse. If there even is an apocalypse, I just wouldn't mind it. I, I you know, I, I wouldn't mind something happening. It's like I feel like 2010. What's going to happen is you're going to die. And I'm not opposed to that. But I'm saying 2000, at least something is going to happen. Maybe there will be a huge calamity. Maybe there will be a, a, a natural disaster. Um, four horsemen might ride in and start laying waste to thousands of people it would be interesting let me make this clear though are, are can i can you reassure me that you you're not wishing for the apocalypse just because you want to actually live out your grunt boy fantasy from from the road warrior because <laughs> that's not a good reason for all of us to suffer like you can go do that by yourself in the desert i'd make a damn good grunt boy <laughs> But all I'm saying is, I like you know, life isn't all that great now. So it's like if there was start, if there were some natural disasters, or um, you know, uh, uh, more deaths, massive deaths, or calamities, at least life would be interesting, Wackerly. At least you wouldn't have to be going on a bus to go to work every day. At least you wouldn't be, you know, having sex with your wife, the same woman, the same vagina, day in, day out. Now you get to like. Four horsemen of doom come out, come over, and now you have to band together in villages in order to survive. <laughs> 
That's so that's what it's all about banding together. No, I, I'm just communal thinking. You bond with your fellow villagers. All right, this is my true goal. I'm hoping <laughs> that most of the men are in, they end up calling, most of the men end up succumbing to disease or fighting, oh. infighting. And so it's just, right. a, it's just species of women around. Like that. And why, why are you going to be the one who lives? Because you're clean living? No, I'm just going to hide. You know, I'm a. I'm just going to hide in my apartment until all the uh, the men die. I'm not going to go to war, you know. You're going to hide from germs and stuff. Yeah, and and then uh, I'm going to emerge, and it's like, well, we need sperm. Where are we going to get sperm? And uh, then I'm going to be like, hey, there's a whole source of sperm right here. It sounds like a good plan. What's going to happen to me? Wacker, you're probably you. You kind of have that male bravado. You're probably going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to war and fight against. Uh, you know, who am the, I warring against? I, I don't know. I, I could the see zombie you. bird army. <laughs> I know. I, I know you're, when I've met my match. I won't you, be warring no, but, against. But that. you have convictions. You have strong convictions. You hate egg-laying species. You, uh, you know, you dislike foreigners. You know, and when the foreigners come and invade, right. you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to take up in arms, and you're going to go out there. Whereas I'm going to lay back. Hang out, hide out, you know, and then eventually be like, all right, well, I'm the last dude here and I have a lot of sperm. So what are we going to do what about if, it? But what if I win and I, I get, I'm the one that gets the big end of the stick and I'm raping all the foreign wenches that we conquer? Then you'll be sad. Well, I guess, uh, you know, your time will come, Wackily. <laughs> we <good>. shall see. <laughs> but I think, I think it'll be interesting to see. If uh, the apocalypse does end up occurring, I I, I feel like <laughs> if nothing else, it will be interesting <laughs> to see whether it happens. I want to know if 2012 comes and goes, can we like stop studying the fucking dumbass Mayas? Because <laughs> fuck that culture, fuck learning about it in social studies. Nobody cares. They're not around anymore. I don't have to like learn the politically correct correct term to refer to Mayans. We don't Fuck celebrate that. their holidays. We don't commit blood ritual sacrifices or anything. I don't understand why we even put stock in any of the Mayans theories. I remember having to study quite a, like a whole half of my social studies book in sixth grade was dedicated to the Mayan culture. I don't don't ask me why. Dude, why not study Nostradamus? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, that's I what I'm saying. No, I, I I agree with you. I'm not What's, a fan of indigenous peoples, and I'm especially not a fan. Of extinct indigenous people. <laughs> like, come on. What have you done for me lately? Well, right. well they've He's done one thing. already ready to go to war against the Mayans. They've done one thing. <laughs> they've told us that the world is going to end in 2012. If that thing sucks, then you're fucked. No more respect. <laughs> I already don't know if I'm going to respect them. I think that the main concern, I think that's what most they, people that are worried chocolate about. Or something? I guess even, that was pretty good. Even beyond like massive death and genocide and wars and nuclear wars and oil spills, people are going to worry if uh, the apocalypse does end up coming upon us. How are we going to be able to continue doing this podcast? That's true. Yeah. We could just write it on a piece of paper and tablets a, a gutenberg stone. press and mail it around i guess i think it's going to be stone tablets i don't know word well, of mouth would, wouldn't kevin costner show up on a horse and like deliver the mail that we mail out to the listeners doesn't that happen yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i think it remains to be seen if uh snooki is going to like be raining down upon people with her horn and her uh, sword and uh, mm -hmm. start slaying the righteous We'll have to see what happens. 
It's the rap. It's kind of hot. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> Bimbo, this is episode 259 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. It's our first show since the annual Sick and Wrong holiday fiasco, really. God, that was like a two-part episode of just drunken shenanigans. Yeah. It was enjoyable. It was fun. But, uh, at, God, in the end, I was like, I was hungover the next day, trying to trying oh, to make sense of this. Like, I mean, we recorded for like three hours. It was a mess. Yeah. And then we had, you know, like the supplemental reading. It's kind of like church. I was impressed with that, though. That supplemental reading, I think, um, it sounded great. And, but it's kind of uh, like church. It's becoming like a religious thing every year. We got to do you get to do this big process you got to go through. And there has to be the drinking of the nog, the listening to of the Ian, of the sleazy E. Of the sleazy Ian, yes. That's a, <laughs> the exchanging the of the speak. presents. <laughs> the exchanging of the presents. Yeah, and the the listening to the it's mainly the drinking of the nog for me. <laughs> but then there's and now much. there's the reading of the liturgy or whatever you call it. Yeah, no, I mean it's an involved procedure. Well, we didn't end up uh, doing a uh, or announcing who won episode two fifty seven, which is a couple shows back. But uh, we might as well say that now. We did three listener stories. Uh, the Kiwi Rape Goblin was listener number one story. Listener two was a German dad who castrated his daughter's boyfriend. And listener three was about a parrot who fights crime, a superhero parrot. Um, You know what? Believe it or not, like with this new website, you can just vote. Like, do you see the new website, the voting box on the top right corner? There's a new website? It's wackily never follows the goings on (laughs) of sick and wrong. His own own, uh, program here. Um, Yeah, no, I've seen it, obviously. Yes. It, I didn't, I didn't, I've never voted, though. I never vote on my own show. What is, is the voting different? Yeah, no, there's a little box now. It's a little poll, and you vote, and it's just so much easier than it used to be for me. Because <laughs> There was a box before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How yeah, is it easier? For me, it was difficult because I'd have to sift through, like, you know, a few couple hundred votes, a few hundred votes every episode. Now, and now it, it counts just, it for you. It counts it for you. tells you exactly which story won. So with me, it was like... Sweet. All right. 178 votes there for the Kiwi Rape Goblin. Now, when people vote, can they see the results or only you? It tells you how many votes were cast. But it doesn't, but it say doesn't tell you which story won, which is good because then this, the, you know, uh, they, he can get all his friends to vote for the same story. Right. And we get, we get to maintain the suspense for us releasing the information. Releasing the information, yes. You, you don't want to ruin the suspense of sick and wrong. I mean, God. It's like people stand <laughs> on edge people every week to, to hear us. So, yes, listener one who sent in the Kiwi Rape Goblin, you won episode 257, and you won yourself a sick and wrong care package. Well, people, you know the way sick and wrong works. It's the same way sick and wrong has worked for the past four and a half fucking years. But uh, wacker than I come the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week. Present them here on the show. Uh, the audience votes, and the winner gets Sick Around Care Package. You can send your list of submissions to sickaroundpodcast.hotmail.com. Submit them via the forum or uh, through Facebook as well. Uh, we got a few good submissions this time around. Uh, but before we get to that, how about a word from our sponsor, audible.com, uh, courtesy of a promo from Capretta. You know, we, uh, he sent us two promos. We played one uh, last week. Or for the holiday show, here's the yeah. second one that he made. I think this one right. uh, has Sarah Palin's voice in it. Nice. Capretta knows Sarah Palin. They go way back. What? I want to change the asshole. You do? 
That was the sound of a man forcing his partner to perform ass to mouth. And this... This is a fantasy of yours, to, to fuck a little cute bear, huh? Yes. There he is. Isn't he hot? Oh, he's got a pretty big wiener, too. He's got a huge cock. <laughs> so, did you want to fuck Teddy? Mm-hmm. I want to take Teddy in the ass. Is a woman about to take a dildo Good. strapped to a teddy bear up the Dude, ass. What do these two ass? things have in common, you ask? They're both Audible, which coincidentally yeah, is the sponsor for this week. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle for your free 14-day trial. Teddy's fucking you in the ass. Teddy has a big cock in my ass. Teddy has a big cock. Yeah. My recommendation for this week is America by Heart, Reflections on Family, Faith and Flag by Sarah Palin. Narrated by Sarah Palin. Get it at audible.com. So, Wackerly, the first story here for uh, episode 259 was sent in by Kelly. Uh, Kelly writes, I'd have tried this. This I'd have tried this dildo at least once. Um, hmm. Kelly's not an adventurous chick, apparently. She's a dildo aficionado. She definitely likes her dildos. She she even likes her dangerous dildos. Apparently, <laughs> a man charged with two felonies for making a homemade explosive device. This happened in Wasika, which is uh, is Wasika, Wisconsin. Is that Wisconsin? Think so. Or it's either that or Alaska. I don't know. Yeah, it even, doesn't even have. You know, you're reading a shitty news article and doesn't actually have the state. <laughs> it's such a local paper that they just assume you yeah. know where this shitty town is. I'm willing to wager that Wasika is Wisconsin, but people, you know how good I am at geography. A Wasika man has been charged with felony creation and possession of an explosive or incendiary device and felony terroristic threats. After authorities discovered a homemade explosive device hidden in a sex toy. He got Homeland Security up on his ass, it sounds like. Homeland Security just frowns upon uh, dildo bombs. (laughs) And by the way, people, in case you're wondering... Are we sure it's a dildo and not a butt plug? It's a a vibrator, because we made it for women. But When does a vibrator become a butt plug? Or vice versa. <laughs> I think it's when a, when you shove it in your ass. Maybe I don't know. So any uh, okay, fair enough. No, that a, you a dildo could be used. Um, you know, can can go into Brown Town. You know, you uh-huh. can you can you can introduce your dildo to Brown Town, but they're designed for pink country. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, yeah, but people, in case you're wondering, Adam and Eve does not sell explosive dildos. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe. Maybe soon. You got to make them. You got to be homemade. Homemade explosive. Although this guy is a MacGyver of dildos. He seriously is. I. I don't know too many people. Let me hear more of the story. Okay. Terry Allen Lester, thirty-seven years old, faces a maximum penalty of ten years in prison and a twenty thousand dollar fine if convicted. Uh, according to a woman uh, that Lester had been living with, he'd been staying with two women, actually. Uh, this, this woman who uh, called the police on him and another woman at her apartment. He was forced to leave the apartment when the manager learned that he had illegally been living there. Cock blocking now, he, now he's living he's living with these two women separately, like splitting his time, or they're all in the same building or same apartment. I don't know if it's a polygamous relationship, you pervert. I, I'm just saying it's probably uh, 
He might have dated one, and then another one came. You know, the, the white trash live in clusters. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they're they like anal. They're like anal polyps. Well, be, and yeah, they're like uh, like uh, you know genital warts. That they, they can't. The problem is, is like one comes in, you can't get rid of the other one very easily. You got to burn them off or burn yeah. their corpse or however it works. <laughs> Freeze them off. Whatever. <laughs> but did you? Uh, Except, you know what's funny about this, and what's kind of disheartening about this story is you hear about this guy who's been staying with two women, and obviously, I think he had sexual relations with both. Uh, due to Probably. the Christmas gifts that he'd been giving them. But if you see a picture of this guy, you'd look at it and be like, this guy looks more repulsive than Ron Jeremy on a bad day. <laughs> it's like you look at him, he looks kind of like Ron Jeremy. You're like, what? what, the, what how is this guy getting two chicks? You know, whereas I'm getting nothing. Well, I'm getting have you seen this? Have you seen the size of Ron Jeremy's penis? All right, maybe this guy was hung. But I'm thinking if he's buying his girlfriend's dildos, he's probably not all that hung. Actually, I take that back, people. You can have a uh, large yeah. penis and still buy your girlfriend dildos. <laughs> Don't Eve. piss com. off the marketer. Just use diddle. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently he had left the apartment after being kicked out by the manager, uh, but left behind several bags. The contents of the bags made the women uncomfortable, so they contacted the authorities. Because it was meth? <laughs> uh, no, the women bought the uh, the containers of items, which included a container with the words Christmas gifts written in a black Sharpie. Uh, one, of the, one of the women told the police officer that Lester had spoken to them about one of the items. And according to the criminal complaint here, Lester had made some modifications to a sex toy. So these, the, these were items that were gift wrapped. These were gifts for these women who lived in this, uh, this, this apartment with them. You keep calling them items, but they're they're dil- they're vibrators, right? Dildos. Three sex toys, but they're in uh, gift boxes, so they're wrapped okay. up as gifts. Okay. Apparently, he had made modifications to a sex toy. He had put gunpowder, BB shot, and buckshot from shotgun shells into one with black and red wires that connected to a trigger with a battery port. That's one hell of a pocket rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really quite sure exactly how this works. It just sounds like a dirty dildo bomb, doesn't it? It just sounds like a dirty, disgusting dildo with wires hanging out of it <laughs> and like electrical tape. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It sounds like an IUD. <laughs> Is that a bad joke? <laughs> but anyway, well, probably only, uh, probably only I got it. <laughs> In his haste, he had left his bag of dildo bombs behind him. And uh, apparently that's that that is what the the women had given to the police. Uh, Lester had planned on giving the dildo bomb as a gift to one of the three women. In each of the cases, um, the relationships with these women had ended badly. So, according to this article, he had had relationships with three different women. Also left at the apartment were tools used in the construction of the explosive device, including cords, cables, a small tool kit, and other sex toys. So maybe he tried to make, you know, uh, bombs out of other sex toys, but the dildo bomb uh, proved to be the most effective. <laughs> yeah, you say that he's like MacGyver. It sounds like he's more like Q from the from the James Bond movies. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just thinking about that. It's just like. 007, you might want to try this. Just insert it into the vagina and stand across the room and click the button. When well, you're with the Bosnian princess and you'd like to explode her vagina and uterus all <laughs> over the ring. 
Use this special device. I call this one the Octopussy. <laughs> um, this bomb, I guess, caused such a commotion here that they called in the Bloomington Bomb Squad, which I'm oh surprised they even have a bomb squad in Wasika because I don't know. How you got to have a bomb squad. I guess you do in this day and age. You probably do. Oh, every every any, terrorism can strike in any location, even in the middle of the country, in a place where Arabs have never heard of before. <laughs> you still need federal tax dollars to fund a fully equipped bomb squad. That's what I've learned. Well, the bomb squad came out, the Bloomington bomb squad, which I just I I, I don't know. I, I this is all conjecture, but I'm thinking that the Bloomington bomb squad just kind of hangs out, chills for a while, and then every now and then, maybe every Six months, they might get a call and put on the bomb squad outfits and run out and investigate it and realize, oh, okay, it's just a bag of burning dog poop. (laughs) You never can tell. You got to bring out all the equipment. You got to get the truck, the armor-plated truck, the big uh, sealed explosive-proof container. You got to get that robot. The robot has to come out, yeah. So according to the article here, the squad, the the Bloomington bomb squad arrived two hours later. And x-rayed the devices after first inspecting them. Two hours? What were they doing? <laughs> they're, they're not a very effective bomb squad. It's Bloomington. You know, they were probably at the Dunkin' Donuts. Taking they, were in the middle, they were in the middle of watching Blue Valentine. <laughs> oh, it's almost over. We'll, we'll be there. In the, we got to take a bathroom break afterwards. Get some Kleenex and wipe our tears. I'm on my <laughs> way. I, I mean, we're on our way. Just hang out. I do like how that that they were like, okay, uh, we're gonna have to X-ray these devices <laughs> after inspecting the dildos. Do you think that they actually had the the bomb outfits that were used in uh, with that movie Hurt Locker? You think they had to bust out the Hurt Locker uniform and come out and defuse the bomb? You've got to, because what if you didn't and it was really like a big bomb, and you blew some dude's face off? Yeah, you never know. Who who would have egg on their face and bomb on their face? How much you. C4 plastic could you stick into a dildo? A lot. A lot. I'll, I'm willing to say a lot. So the first device that had the wires coming have out you of seen, it. You've, you've seen some of the dildos that we've got from Adam Eve. They're, they're huge. Yeah, the one that uh, we gave away at the during the holiday show. I mean, you could, you, you could blow up a, a federal building with that thing. Did you ever send that to that lass? You know, she has not contacted me. If you're listening out there, uh, Lassie, you won it with your South African story. But the other guy, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. The day after the podcast came out, the other guy who was having sex All with his grandmother or whatever, he calls me up. He's just like, I want that dildo. And he's emailing me like seven times in Facebook. I'm like, all right, dude, settle down. I don't know what you're going to do with a vibrating clitoral dildo. I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe he and grandmother are close now. Well, I hope the woman, the girl, lady, uh, uh, chick, I don't, what's the proper thing to say? I don't even know. I hope she woman. does, you know, because I want to report back. That thing is insane. I want to hear, like, if it's good or, or lame. I can honestly say that the box has not been tampered with, so I didn't make it into some kind of dildo bomb, in case you're wondering. <laughs> so, But the first device here that this guy made here had two wires coming out of it. They were connected to what appeared to be a trigger from a cordless drill. I don't understand what this was going through this guy's head. Do you think this girl was going to be like she probably has never seen a dildo before or is going to or is going to look at this and be like, wow, that dildo looks really cool. There are wires coming out of it and duct tape and thumbtacks and you have a cordless drill hooked up. I totally got to try this. Let me stick that inside my vagina now. Well, he might have have sweet talked her. He might have sweet talked her and been like, 
uh, I made this special for you, baby. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, you are pretty handy around the tool shed. Well, I'm just and saying, you might as well have made it look like a dildo rather than like a terrorist bomb. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm having a. I was trying to suspend my disbelief, but it is it is hard to believe that a woman would shove something that looked that sort of suspect uh, yeah, claptrap I mean. suspect up her her private most uh you know sensitive her holiest area. of holies. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, her well, temple, her, the her flower, uh, the Bloomington bomb squad was not fooled by the dildo here. They cut into the dildo and removed the projectiles and the gunpowder and rendered it inert. And uh, one of them took it home for his wife. <laughs> the inert, blasted. <laughs> Here you go, baby. You should be used to this by now with all the drinking I do. This is my personal style of a dildo. You can use to remind yourself of me and we, my inadequate penis. We call this one the atom bomber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, in reality, I don't know what would have really have happened if it had the woman actually used it, I don't know if she would have died. I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't sound like there's much of a, an explosive attached to this. Just some, a little bit of gunpowder and so it's a little more than a cap gun here. But um, so in your, in your estimation, there's a possibility that she wouldn't have died, but would have had an amazing orgasm in your imagination. That's what's going on. No. And, and my assessment of the situation is I imagine her labia already looks like a bunch of chewed bubblegum, like someone shoved an M80 already in there. I just don't yeah. think it would have made much of a difference having mm. a dildo filled with BBs explode in her vagina. It's probably going to come out looking the same. I don't think we're dealing with a beautiful flower here. but thanks for the clarification but but that didn't happen um that didn't happen nothing happened there it was caught before so i'm going to give him some points for the thought i mean this is a devious thought it's like this guy oh yeah you know wrote christmas toys here i mean it's almost something that wiley coyote would have given the (laughs) roadrunner but it but it's still the thought was there so based on that thought i'm going to give him a 4.25 for effort I'm giving him 4.5 for originality. I mean, Dildo Bomber. If he would have succeeded, he would have gone down in the history books as the Dildo Bomber and would have never been forgotten. Is he in prison now? Yeah, no, he's he's in custody. Waiting trial? Do you think the Unabomber would have been like, I like your technique, Dildo Bomber? No, no, the Unabomber would have been pissed off. He would have been like, Dildo Bomber, it's genius. I wish I would have thought of that. I did that lunch bag with nails in it. Oh, that was so boring. Why didn't I think of a dildo? So, Wackerly, what do you have here for uh, episode 259? This one was sent in from Will Willardson from the University of Iowa. No, normally people don't send their whole name in, but this guy signed it, so I'm reading it. That, that's a ridiculous name. You, is that a real name? That's his real yeah. name. Will Willardson. Oh, sorry. Will Wilkinson. Will Wilkinson. Did I say Willardson? Yeah. Willie Wilkinson. Well, he goes by Will, apparently. It's a laughable name, Willie. <laughs> well, don't. It's this guy's name. He's a listener. Quit bad-mouthing him. 
I'm just saying, it's like it's you'd hear that name, it's comical. It just sounds <laughs> it's it's funnier than Lance Wackerly. It's like Chili Willie Wilkinson. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not that fun. Can I move on? Yeah. What what's funnier to you, Seattle or Puerto Rico? Puerto Rico, by far. Okay. Because this the story spans both locations, but I'm gonna introduce it as a story from Puerto Rico. Katie Donahue and her fiance Jesus Sanchez Vasquez were attacked at a family gathering in Puerto Rico last weekend. And this story is up to date, so it actually was last weekend, okay? On last weekend, all right. Now, before you start like giggling like a little schoolgirl, I'll have you know that Catherine Donahue, Katie Donahue, passed away shortly before 3 p.m. today, Thursday. At Jackson Memorial Hospital in Miami, Florida. Why were the couple in Puerto Rico, right? Well, with a guy named, uh, when your fiance is named Jesus Sanchez Vasquez, you're probably there visiting his family, <laughs> right? They were actually celebrating their engagement with uh, his relatives last weekend on, it's an island, right? The island of Puerto Rico. Well, it, uh, th- there's a lot of detail in this article, but I'm going to cut to the chase uh, just to spare everybody the agony of it. Uh, Jesus Sanchez Vasquez has an uncle, and his name is Justino, or is it Justino or Justino? I think it's Justino. So the fiancé, Jesus, he's got an uncle down in Puerto Rico who's kind of a loose cannon, you might want to say. And uh, his name is Justino Sanchez Diaz. You know, he had a party. Uh, he wanted to throw a party for the soon-to-be newlyweds. Uh, but unlike normal people, he uh, doused the walls of the house that he lives in with gasoline, set canisters filled with fuel under the dining room table and under other furniture. Uh, and this is all reported by Police Lieutenant Reynaldo Jimenez. Well, okay, why would he... Why would he do this? Was he did he plan to have a party and just be like, okay, those are all gas cans that we don't have chairs, just sit on these cans of gasoline? Well, here's what the police lieutenant goes on to say. <clears throat> he planned the party so that everyone would show up. As soon as the fourteen people sat down, that's a pretty big party. That's a decent size, fourteen people. As somebody who's a consummate party planner, that's kind of the second tier of like you're into big party territory. Do you think Justino, Justino, sent out an Evite. <laughs> I don't think they have Evites in Puerto Rico yet. What are you saying? Are Puerto they... Ricans don't have computers? They have Evites there. They have computers, but they don't, they're not Evite connected. They, he just sent out Vites. Well, a Puerto Rican Evite. Not Evites, just Vites. <laughs> uh, so he had invited 14 people over, right? And... Uh, they sat down to dinner for an early dinner on January 1st, which is New Year's Day, even in Puerto Rico. That's still New Year's there also. They're not behind schedule on New Year's like they are on everything else. Uh, and Sanchez Diaz emerged from his room armed with a 20-pound container of propane gas, then doused them with kerosene, the uh, lieutenant said witnesses told police. So that's the point where the party goers were like, I knew we shouldn't have come here. I don't even yeah. care if the food is free and he has really good tequila. Yeah. He's a weirdo. <laughs> and apparently in Puerto Rico, there's something that's called the New Year's Day miracle where you can convert 
a container of propane into kerosene because I don't know how he had propane and then he does people with kerosene. Maybe he was in either hand is what he's talking about. But uh, after he did that, Sanchez Diaz then set them on fire using a stick wrapped with a towel soaked in fuel. Heidi Robles, identified as one of the suspect's nieces, told the newspaper Primera Hora that several relatives ran out of the house on fire and that neighbors used hoses to try and put out the flames. The niece says, he is going to pay for this. She was quoted as saying, police and firefighters found Sanchez Diaz in a bathroom where he had filled the tub and sink with water. To like it's his little escape pod, his sanctuary. So, yeah, he dove into the water while the whole house is on flames. When he eventually he boil and die. House. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if you think maybe you th- feel that you could hold your breath longer than the flames can burn. I mean, his plan was to burn the whole house down, everybody in it, and he would survive in his cold, icy bath of of goodness. Okay, so in his fireproof bathtub here. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if his plan is very well thought out. No, and as I was reading this, I was thinking, like, what's the story? I mean, did, was he mad that his nephew was marrying this woman? But she's from Seattle. Like, how could she know him? Or is he gay and he always wanted the nephew and he's pissed off that um, she's marrying him? I mean, who? what's going on here, right? So, so the I just prosec- think he's a party killer. I, I think he's just not a very fun person to party with. I think he would drink the last two beers, you know, not leave you any. I think he would snort all the rest of the lines of the cocaine and not share. I think he would throw a bunch of kerosene on you and light you on fire. He's just not a good person <laughs> no, to party see, with. See, before you get to the kerosene part, I was going <laughs> to k- agree with you. There's a lot easier ways to kill a party, right? I mean, just eat a bunch of pollo con arroz and just cut a massive nasty fart. I mean, that's a good way to kill a party. You have yeah, to burn you know, everybody urinate down. Urinate on your best friend's wife. It's like, yeah, there's there are different ways. You don't have to light a bunch of people on fire. He's, I think non-lethal, he's a firebug. Non-lethal ways. And that's what I was getting to. So Sanchez Diaz has had run-ins with the family in the past. And about five years ago, he set fire to a hen house in the back of his brother's home. Uh, the police lieutenant said. So, it's pretty clear that this is just a Puerto Rican pyro, but, you know, he really outdid himself in the pyro department, I think. I mean, when was the last time you heard of this, a pyro this of magnitude. this magnitude? Yeah. You know, this but, you know, furthermore, if he has a history of this, why would you go to his party? He still had 14 friends and family members. God, I mean, it's they're like, okay, they're burning down my, he's burning down my hen house last year. He always plays with matches, tried to light my son on fire. You know, he burned off all my dog's hair. I don't think I would go to his party. Watch out. <laughs> you might get what you're after. Oh, that song is so funny. I always forget. down the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. He probably, you know, had some good barbecue going. So how does Seattle tie into all this? Did I miss oh, that? that's where... Yeah, yeah, the uh, the 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 newlyweds, who are now both dead, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> Uh, they actually lived in Seattle. This guy was a, he had emigrated from, he had emigrated from Puerto Rico and immigrated to Seattle. So this guy is uh, quite the romantic here. He's like, we just got married. How about we spend our honeymoon at my pyromaniac's uncle's house? You know, that sounds like it might be a lot of fun. He's having a big party down there. Let's go down there and hang out with him. Have you ever been to Seattle? Once in January, 
I guess what? it is kind of cold. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cold. It's shitty. It's rainy and fucking wet and cold. And if your fiance, they weren't married yet, says, let's go to Puerto Rico, baby, my homeland. And it's like, and, and he's showing you the weather reports and it's like 90 degrees and fucking no cloud in the sky and there's beaches and it's sunny as fuck and people are drinking coconut drinks with fucking umbrellas in them. And if he mentions that you might have to go to your place, Puerto, his pot. Puerto Rican pyromaniac uncle's house for dinner. It's better than fucking, you know, trying to drink. Spending a weekend in Seattle. Yeah. You know, bundled up and freezing. I guess I understand that. But still, I think I would have been walking in there and saying, okay, well, I guess his his guacamole is excellent. But the spilled over fuel containers that we have to sit on for furniture. Yeah. Is disconcerting. I think I How come nobody left. smelled the fuel? Yeah, I mean, he 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 hid fuel containers throughout the house. I'm surprised no one would have been like, "God, your whole apartment smells like gasoline." Well, they're dead now, so <laughs> I guess they learned their lesson. <laughs> so the sick and wrong star scale, worst honeymoon ever, burned yeah. up alive by a crazy pyromaniac. I'm gonna give that five stars. It's not a honeymoon, by the way. It's an engagement party. So five, Pre- five stars. To a honeymoon. All right. The the dude didn't even get to get laid. Because they weren't married yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Those those Puerto Ricans are. They always preach the abstinence. So the third story here we got for episode 259 uh, came courtesy of G. I don't know if G is a man or a woman, but G writes, I bet D can't wait for these videos to be on the inner tubes. And the videos he's referring to, I don't know if those – those actually might make it onto the tubes, but I don't know if I'd really be able to watch these. Disturbing the video – I don't know. You know, there's a there's a line, a fine line that uh, my, my line, I think, is a lot higher than a lot of uh, especially a lot of forum sick and wrong forum members. But there's a line that I can't cross. Like there are certain videos I can't cross. Like I or certain videos I can't watch. Like I didn't watch the guy. I didn't watch the whole video of the guy with the bottle shoved in his ass, the jar that breaks in his asshole. I can't watch right. that. You right. Know, right. But you you chose not to watch it. It's still on the tubes. I'm just saying, if you you can't stand the heat, get off the tubes. Get off that part of the tube. (laughs) But I think G over here is assuming that I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to see these uh, these videos that are about to be released here. And the videos he's referring to are there's a disturbing video that show sex attacks on disabled victims. Oh Jesus! I heard about this in L.A. Yeah, I mean, weren't you just in L.A. Uh, for business? All, uh, I was in LA, L.A. all week driving around and listening to talk radio for, you know, like eight hours a day. And uh, this is pretty big news down there because it's breaking today. Yeah, this is a huge story. For once, we're actually on top of a current event here. So uh, it, it it is nice to break a current event here. Uh, but what I'm saying is is... is listening to a video like that, if I was on RedTube and it said, wow, you know, a sex attack on a disabled person, I don't think I'd be like, you know, I better get out the lube and uh, start this video up because this is going to be hot. I, you know, well, this- you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that if you were sober, but... <laughs> what if I you guess if I had a couple shots, shots of Jaeger, you never know what might happen. Um, so uh, this, yeah, this did occur in Los Angeles. Graphic video footage obtained by a sheriff's department shows several men 
several, sexually assaulting at least 10 profoundly disabled women. Oh, my. Some of them in diapers. Would, would, you, <laughs> <laughs> would you preface disabled with profoundly? You're talking full retard here. You know, they, more they, than they, No, more than full retard. I mean, super tired. This is like, yeah, this is maxi maximum tardation. These are yeah. women that can't fight back, probably women that don't even know that they are being violated. Um, but anyway. Which is to say, is it even that wrong then? I mean, is it like <laughs> fucking a carrot? <laughs> Can you rape a broccoli? <laughs> I don't know. That was, I retract that. That's a philosophical thought. question. Um, so the assaults came to light when an unknown man dumped a bundle of 11 DVDs at the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Station. Attached to the videos was a note saying he had pulled them from a computer hard drive that another man had asked him to clean. 11 DVDs. How many gigs of information can be held on one DVD, Wacker? 4.7. 4.7 gigs. So that's... 44, well, I don't know. 46 <laughs> gigs of crippled porn. That's a lot of crippled porn. You know, and not like, not like, uh, okay, because those are legitimate crippled porn, by the way. Don't, don't be knocking the crippled porn. There's consensual crippled porn. Okay, this is disabled rape porn. This is disabled rape porn, yes. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I would want to be able to watch. Uh, I don't know if I could sit through 44 gigs of um, of, uh, of disabled people being raped, but apparently the police can. Well, how many gigs can you sit through? I'm telling you, there's a threshold that I have. <laughs> <laughs> and how, I'm much, how, much ja- how much Jaeger do you have over there, Wacker? Um, some, of the, some of the assaults were carried out in what appeared to be a residential care facility, and one of the suspects seemed himself to be disabled. Detectives have spent the last few months trying to pull clues from the grainy videos. I'm sure they're lining up to watch these videos. <laughs> I, like that, I like that they call them clues. Like they, they have their magnifying glass out and their big handlebar mustache. Like, oh, and they seem to see a fingerprint on the uh, returned lady's labia. Can, can we watch this one in slow motion? <laughs> you know they are, frame by frame. They probably have an entire wing or or room down at the crime lab just plastered with the screenshots of this thing. But do you think, uh, you know, these guys will spend all day, you know, eight hours watching these these men rape disabled women? Do you think they can go home and get it up for their wives? I think it's probably easier. You think so? I think their their wives probably just seem so super sexy after watching that all day. (laughs) Do you think they come back with like, you know, I got some uh, some crutches and uh, you, you put these on here? I mean, do you think you, by watching that much porn you develop a fetish? May possibly. You know, a wheelchair yeah. with a hole in the bottom. Detective uh, Ron Anderson said that uh, they they were they were able to capture images of four men who carried out the assaults, uh, but there could be as many as ten suspects in total. Um, Detective Ron Anderson also said it shocked the conscience. These people are truly defenseless. I find this interesting. If there was one person here who had been raping disabled people that worked at a residential care facility, I wouldn't find that that unusual. I'd be like, okay, well, that makes sense because there is, you know, there are lots of bad seeds out there. There are lots of guys. But the fact that there's a group of dudes, like a gang, 
like a group of guys that go around and you know like me and you and our and p town and sleazy e could you imagine if i'm like you know captain hey, carl captain carl it's like could you imagine if i'm like hey dudes you guys want to go to a strip club on friday and just go hang out get drunk and look at some titties and then you know captain carl's like nah i got a better idea what's your idea Let's go rape some disabled women in this home. I got a friend who can let us into the home. <laughs> we can sing in this home, dude. It's like these women can't scream because they're so severely no, retarded. No, no, wait. Let, let's fully play out the story. One of us goes, I'm not, I need into old chicks. Oh, no, this isn't an old people home. This is a home for retards. <laughs> there are severely, but I'm not talking just retard. I'm talking severely, profoundly retarded individuals. <laughs> And, as no, long as they ain't senior citizens, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there's like 25-year-old profoundly retarded individuals in this home. They Did you fight. say 25-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> they can't run away. They can't scream. It's like, yeah, man. You know, I mean, I just... Oh, I wait, they can't scream? Actually, they can scream, but nobody cares. So we'll come <laughs> and help them. Sounds great. <laughs> Uh, but but what I'm saying here is I just find it uh, – first of all, I find it odd that the guy could find one other buddy who's like, sweet, high five, I'm in. Let's go rape some uh, handicapped people. But this guy found ten other buddies, and they're all like, sweet, dude, let's do this. This sounds like it's going to be a good time. Who cares about going to the strip club to see titties when we can rape the handicapped? I kind of feel like – it's not like he brought these guys in from other occupations, though. It's more like the Catholic Church. Like, is it? A, is anybody surprised that there's all these Catholic priests that are like, oh, wait, you like to touch young boys? Well, I do, too. <laughs> Fancy that. We found ourselves in the same occupation. No, I think it's more like there's a couple dudes at the, you know, the, the, the home the for disabled home. people yeah, that say like, well, oh, wait, you like to touch and rape uh, disabled people? Well, yeah, that's why I work here. Why do you work here? Well, actually, I work here for the same exact reason. Oh, yeah, so does Bill over there. He also likes to molest <laughs> retarded people. So you're thinking like-minded individuals yeah. just kind of find each other. Right. Yeah, that's probably uh, uh, how, how many people work at that home that are just in there to help people, like the good Christian people? Maybe like 1%, 10%. Maybe. Well, probably the women because it's usually the men that do this kind of devious activity. Yeah, the women are usually trying, just trying to suffocate people while they sleep. <laughs> That's their thing. So, okay. Um, I don't know if people out there usually, uh, they, they, they tend to get aroused at some of our stories that we, um, that, we, that we deliver here on Sick and Wrong. But this one is particularly arousing. So uh, get ready to walk into Chub Country with this next paragraph. The footage was not released to the public, but authorities described what they had seen. In one video, this is Chub Country, an obese man in a wheelchair is seen pushing himself into a small bedroom while wearing a diaper. His back is covered in scars, and he appears to be a paraplegic resident of the care facility. Now we're about to enter into Boner Town. The man pulls himself onto a woman's bed, Carefully removes his own and then her diaper and then assaults her for 22 minutes. That's some stamina. Yeah, no, this guy could, This guy went to town. And not to mention, nobody cares. You know, nobody cares. It's like 22 minutes. He's not, he's not trying to prove himself to anybody. No, he's just making it some It just actually takes love. him that long. It yeah. actually just takes him that long to get off. 
He then hoists himself onto the floor, scooted across the floor, out of the doorway, and disappears from the camera's view. Uh, it's like fucking Belial from Basket Case. <laughs> <laughs> Just scurrying across the floor, yeah. Which I think um, there's actually a lot of scenes where Belial does rape women. So Yeah, no, Belial you know, does. We don't really even need to see the video. We can just substitute the basket case movies and get the a fully accurate picture. They could show the basket case movie in court and just be like, we can't show you the video, but we can show you this a, horror a movie. And that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Belial, Belial wasn't really a paraplegic because he, he was just a, a thing with arms, right? Like a, <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, the same. It's yeah. the same. <laughs> In another video, a man leads another suspect into a room and then leaves him alone to assault a woman. So this leads me to believe that it's kind of like that Kill Bill scenario where one guy's like, all right, you know, or Gummo, where it's like, all right, you know, give me 20 bucks and uh, you can have as much sex as you want with this vegetable. Yeah. So he leads this man in here, leaves him alone to assault a woman. The victims appear to be both mentally and physically disabled and none gives any sort of consent. Although, how does a vegetable really give consent? You know? I mean, if you can't even nod your head, is it just like, give me a little more drool? Like, what do you, I mean, how do you tell consent? Really? <laughs> I don't know if they can control the drool. I, <laughs> I just think there's no way. I don't think there's a drool control aspect going on. Are you, so you're, just you're a louder probably, grunt? <laughs> like two grunts. Give me two grunts and a little bit of drool, and I'll say that's a yes. I just think it's funny that you're implying that, like, if we had a device that measured the output of drool, that maybe one of these disabled people would be like Stephen Hawking. Like, I could just never communicate until you measured my drool, and I could, like, <laughs> make one word or the other word and, and explain the theory of, of black holes through my drool output. Dr- drool meter. That's the thing. It's like maybe yeah. it's like, a, like a, a graduated cylinder, and it's just like, well, this much yeah. drool is coming out. Finally, I can now tell the world about quarks <laughs> and string theory through my drool output. So the assaults all occurred on a collection of bean bags on the floor. Oh my god! So this just you sounds... had sex on a bean bag? Uh, yeah, I have had sex on a bean on a bean bag, but I've never had sex on a bean bag. I never had. I, I've never it had sex. really dirty and fun, and I'm not, I never knew I was being deprived, and now I feel deprived. Well, you don't own a beanbag. I used to own a beanbag. So, you know. No, no. It's even dirtier if it's on her beanbag, or if you're having sex with a chick on a beanbag that neither of you own is even better. What about a beanbag that's on the floor of a residential care facility? Not so great. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a makeout room for the disabled. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just like this guy's just like, yeah, I got two vegetables in the makeout room. Do you think there's a beaded curtain and a Led Zeppelin like fuzzy poster on the wall? Blacklight? I, I would hope so. I don't know. I, I wonder. You know, some foreigner playing on the background? <laughs> Absolutely not. That ruins my boner. Detectives hope that by going public with the case, someone will recognize a suspect or a location where an assault took place. They also want to speak to the man who gave them the videos and stress that he could remain anonymous. Um, wouldn't he know, you know, one of the guys that's involved here? If someone's giving him his computer and saying, wipe this hard drive clean, and he's burning DVDs of crippled porn, don't you think he probably knows one of the suspects here? Might be a connection. This was the big topic of conversation on uh, Southern California talk radio. Like, who is the guy? He's totally he's supposedly anonymous. They're asking him to come forward. 
maybe he's a relative of one of the guys. Like, if you were a guy who had all this videotape on your computer, you wouldn't just take it to like the Best Buy or the computer tech guy and say, "Yes, I need my hard drive wiped, please." <laughs> oh, really? Because you know they're gonna look at it. Yeah. Or was it not even on a, a, a laptop? Was it like actual security footage that had been stored on like a uh, uh, like a facility computer somewhere? You know, there's a lot of variable. Uh, there's a lot. Of, that's a further story to come. It's out. interesting you say that because they say here the videos were mainly captured by security cameras in the victims' rooms, though some of the recordings are from handheld cameras. See, that's just there's something fishy about that. How did the handheld DVD or how did the handheld footage get onto the security computer? Well, I think I think the uh, suspect here obviously probably worked at one he's of these facilities. Yeah, I think he's in. I don't think he just works there. I think he's involved. Do you think he's he trying felt, to, Do you think he was part of the uh, the handicap ring? And it's like you know he was all down with it and all into the moment because he was so drunk on Jaeger. Jaeger wears off. And he's like, "What did I do? You got on videotape me raping a handicapped person." <laughs> no, nah, I gotta put a stop to this, you know. But really, it doesn't make any like. So there's security footage on a hard drive. Okay, you have a computer with a hard drive and it's collecting security footage. Somebody else is taking handheld video of these rapes, and all then that's all ends up on the same hard drive, and that same hard drive gets taken to somewhere to get wiped. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, exactly. I, I wonder how that will come out. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot this of guy, people are going to go down. This is not going to get dropped. Some people are going to get uh, uh, prosecuted and thrown in Corcoran for this. No, something something's going to happen. I think. Uh, I think there's going to they're going to uncover some uh, scandalous information, or it'll all turn out to be a giant four chan hoax. <laughs> <laughs> and I give that that's like a fifty percent chance. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I'm going to give this story five stars. Oh, definitely five. On the sick and wrong and, and scale, we need to follow up later on. Yeah, we need to follow up with what happens later. Well, I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see to, the revelation that will occur about how many people are involved with this handicapped sex ring. Well, people, we invite you to go uh, vote and decide who won episode two fifty nine here of Sick and Wrong, SickandWrongPodcast dot com. Well, we got a couple phone calls. I think we even got a my two cents question here. Uh, people can yeah. call the Sick Wrong hotline at 206-666-3846. But before we get to that, how about a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com? Ah, the holidays. It's snowing outside, the fire is crackling, and there's a big jar of unused lube on your nightstand. And that can only mean one thing. It's December. Yes, that time of year that we celebrate Christ's alleged birth with the purchase of a shiny brand new dildo at AdamEve.com. And if you use coupon code DIDDLE on your order, you'll get 50% off your first purchase, three free adult DVDs, and a free gift. Show your loved ones you still care and cram a brand new dildo down their holiday road. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, like priests do to altar boys. Hallelujah. So there you go, people, adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle when you're checking out, and uh, yeah, buy yourself a dildo. Don't make a bomb out of the dildo. Instead, use the dildo to pleasure your girlfriend. That's what you should be doing. You know, that's Sex a, bomb. A sex, okay, you can make a sex bomb, but just not a real explosive bomb. So, Wackley, we got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. The first call actually uh, came in with an, an email as well, two emails. So I think this is kind of an important one. It's a My Two Cents call, I think. Yes. 
It is right. a my two cents call because he's asking us for for advice. So let me play the theme music, and uh, then we can get into uh, this my two cents call. My two cents with Dean Lance. All right, Wackers. So uh, I, I know this guy's anxious to hear what we have to say about his dilemma. So let, let, let's play uh, call number one. Hey, Dean Lance. My name is Talon. I'm a newbie as far as the podcast is concerned. Uh, my last message was too long, so I'm going to keep this short. Basically, I had a New Year's last night with a long-term girlfriend and uh, my basically one of my best friends. We're up in a mountain condo and had an awesome New Year's. Did it in the hot tub. New Year's, everything, you know, was awesome. And then went to bed about 2 o'clock and then woke up about 4 o'clock and my girlfriend was still not in bed. So went to check on her and she and my one of my best friends are just making out and feeling each other up. And, uh, you know, it was just a really fucked up situation and... The worst part is the horrible apologies I've been hearing all day that have pretty much <clears throat> made me sick. And, uh, you know, just them saying that it was just a fucking accident and da, 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 and didn't know what happened. But anyways, I thought you guys might enjoy that one. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. So I guess uh, with, with with that call there, he didn't really phrase it as a my two cents question, but he emailed me asking me. For the my two cents, and, yeah, that's uh, very uplifting, by the way. Yeah, I know it's very really, humorous. What a hell of a way to uh, start off the uh, the new year here. Well, in in his email, he writes in um, here, 2011, my two cents. Uh, don't commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> in the email, he starts it off as my two cents, and uh, he says, "I'm talent. I'm a new listener." He goes, "I don't know what if I'll ever be able to trust my girl girl again." Does that kind of trust come back ever? Sorry about the rambling. I just feel like I need an outside party opinion. Thanks, guys. He's obviously pretty bummed about this. You can tell by I his, would be too. his tone of voice here. This is a difficult one. This is, uh, this is a quandary you're in there, Talon. But you well, came to the we, right place. We can break it down a little bit. Like, First of all, on New Year's Eve, when you're getting fucked up with your girlfriend and you're hooking up in the hot tub and that sort of thing, don't go to bed by yourself. <laughs> well, my, my, my thing is, where, were, where was his best friend's girlfriend or, or best friend's buddy or someone for him to hang out with? It sounded to me that this was the prelude to a menage a trois, a, guy, a male, male, female menage a trois. That, that might be, but he did say one of my best friends. So I think there were more than these three people. Okay, so in this, this love triangle at this mountain cabin. So this wasn't a three-person mountain retreat. There were probably some more people no. here that were involved. Yeah, yeah. I think there was sort of a party going on with with multiples of people. And people either paired off, and then in the end, the three people that were left up was this guy, his best friend, his girlfriend. He ends up Perhaps. passing out, leaving his yeah. girlfriend in the danger zone. Not a good idea there, Talon. Well, don't blame the victim though either here. Come on. No, but I'm just saying uh, girls had a lot to drink. Guys had a lot to drink. Um, he takes off. It's New Year's. People are randy. People are frisky on New Year's. Probably wasn't yeah. a good idea to pass out alone. I probably okay, would have been so like. Can I, can I amend my comment though? Don't, don't pass out before your girlfriend. 
Unless you get her so super wasted that she cannot possibly hook up with anybody else. Yeah, or if she's covered in puke or she looks like Snooky. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point. But that, then you run into the problem of, like, then you wake up at 5 a.m. and she's getting her stomach pumped. So that's yeah, not that, good Yeah, that also might be an issue. So, you know, it's interesting. It's like, I, I wonder uh, what would happen here. You come out of the room. You wake him up, and then all of a sudden, you surprise him. You turn on the light, and you stop the the activity that's going on there on the couch. Sounds to me that this was just kind of making out and heavy petting. It wasn't actually like there wasn't physical congress going on. There wasn't penetration. There was not. Yeah. Okay. Penetration. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. There, were, there, were, there wasn't. Does it actually, matter? Yeah, I'm saying if there's penetration, that's a little bit more serious. It's like a code red. This is an yeah. orange. This is orange. Yeah. This is serious, but this is orange. Maybe yellow, even. He said they were feeling each other up. I mean... All right, that makes it a little bit worse. That makes it orange, not yellow. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's feeling titties. That could be, out, that could get, that could be outside the shirt. That could be outside the shirt. Yeah, She could be true. doing outside-the-pants ball massaging, which so, I'm sure is not a term that he would like to hear right now, but... The problem is what what needed to happen at that at that point, and I don't think Talon did this. I think Talon, what Talon did is he turned the light on and was like, "What the fuck?" And then they were like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." What needed to happen? He needed to to punch his friend in the face right there exactly. and then. At that point, he needed to do that because that would prove to your girlfriend that you're pissed that you really love her, and then yeah. it would also turn her on because she'd see As if that matters. Yeah, but she'd see the you know male to male volatility here as you'd be turned on by it but your dude would also you know a, a dude would expect that to happen and the next day he could have woke up and been like dude i fucked up I fucked and you up. broke my nose and like it's all cool now but and now I, it, now it's not all cool now it's weird now it's weird because now it's like you know this is a shakespearean act of betrayal on your part my friend you know it's like i i, I can't be friends with you again Othello, and it's and uh, then it's here like when Othello like punched Macbeth in the balls. Totally. Now Macbeth is like, all right, Othello, we're not friends anymore. And then Hamlet's right. just out there, you know, fucking a disabled person. He's like, who smoked Polonius. all the last of my weed? <laughs> oh, it was Caesar. That asshole. Why did he bogart my bag? But now, yeah, but now he's brooding on it. Now he's got like, can I ever trust my girlfriend again? Am I going to be Once you friends? start asking that, it's hard to get back. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's like you miss your moment. But now his question is, what do I do? Here's what I do. My first instinct is I wouldn't be able to trust either one of them. But in reality, think about it. You know how a guy is. We get yes, drunk. We have impulses. We, you know, If a girl's there and she's giving us a slight bit of an indication that we can feel her titty, we're going to do it. So I feel like you can't really blame your friend. But your girlfriend, who you're saying is your longtime girlfriend. Who wait, wait. But before you move on to the girl, though, I'd make like to make another point. I don't trust any of my guy friends, anyways. <laughs> like Neither ever. Do I. I don't. I, my best guy friends, I don't trust at all. So trust isn't an issue. No, but I, exactly. You need to be cautious around guys, especially drunk dudes, because that's what happens. Right. I mean, I trust them. Like if I get a flat tire, they'll come pick me up or something. Or if I run into gas, they'll like you know, leave work and come, like, bring me more gas. But I don't trust them around any girl ever. No, yeah, yeah and I think it's just, it's just men in general, you know? Right. Men in general. But, but, but the girlfriend here, you've invested time, money, 
uh, you know, an emotion, uh, an intense emotional investment in this woman. And withholding now, your orgasm. Yeah, exactly, to please her. And this is how you're repaid. I think it would be difficult to Art. continue in a relationship when this is in the back of your mind. So I think, I think what needs to happen here, you guys need to take a break. You need to take a break, whether you might be back or not. You know, your friend might end up dating her. Who knows? But uh, yeah, you know, and you, but, but, but forget about it. Don't don't think that the break is just you being like, "Well, in a month we'll get back together." Like a real break. Like forget about her. Just take a and break maybe, for a few months. Date another girl. Yeah, you know, bang another strange. girl. Get I think strange. chances are what's going to happen. You know, you guys will move on. Perhaps you'll get back together. Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Maybe you needed a break. Maybe this is a, a, a signal that you needed a bit of a break. But guaranteed yeah. you'll be friends with your dude, your buddy. You're going to be like, you know, you're a dick, and I owe you a, a shot in the face. Maybe I'll let you take one. But whatever. You're, you're gonna, it's going to come around. You're going to be like, I hate you right now, but you're going to end up being friends with your buddy. The girl, oh, fuck I don't this know. girl. She's not, this girl's not going to, like, unless she comes back after the break and blah, blah, blah. But... She's not going to be the mother of your three children and the grandmother with you as the grandpa of the nine teen grandkids, okay? Well, unless you, unless you want your kids to have herpes in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. When the kids come out on the, the, the uterine tract, the herpes are inside the uterus, and they get, yeah. they get it in their eyes. So they're born how many like, How many cents have we thrown in at this point? Too many. We should move on to the but next can I make, The last one is... <laughs> Having your girlfriend at the big raging New Year's Eve cabin party is lame. I know you have to do it sometimes, but it's never good. It always ends like this in shit. The only time it's good if it's just you and a bunch of her slut friends. Yeah, and that never happens. No, it never does. So I agree. It's more that. like the, the the ham to clam ratio is always weighted heavily towards the, the ham. I agree with Wackerly on that. All right, so there you go, Talon. Good luck with that, and uh, yeah, don't kill yourself. What about uh, call number two? My got it. Hello, sick and wrong. Uh, this is Sam and James from Maidstone in Kent in UK. Kent. Uh, we're from the uh, yeah the UK, and we're, we're very drunk. It's New Year's Eve. Um, we're outside the Maidstone Museum, which is in Kent in the UK, and we just broke into it after New Year's Eve. Uh, no one was guarding it, obviously, because... Um, New Year's Eve, everyone's at home with their families. We managed to climb through a window, and we managed to find the Egyptian exhibit in there, which had a um, an open tomb of a mummy. And my friend James decided it would be funny if he wanked over an Egyptian mummy, which had been uh, mummified like 2,000 years ago. So he sprayed his load over the bandages, um, and we've left it in there at the moment. We've managed to climb out and close the window, um, they probably realize someone's been in there, but they won't see. They won't see the deposit on the on the bandage. The deposit. Um, but he, he's quite worried about DNA testing. Um, I mean, he's quite a dodgy guy. He has a criminal record. Um, so if they do find DNA on the mummy and realize that maybe it's some Egyptian breakthrough and they trace it back to him, they might realize that um, <laughs> that he's jerked off over it. I'm not sure if it's a man or woman, but I assume it's a man. I don't think they mummified women, but if so, he's jerked off over some Egyptian male mummy. Um, God knows how it got here, obviously from Egypt. Um, but yeah, that's our New Year's story. The Egyptian mummy is covered in my friend Spunk from England. And I just hope no archaeologists turn up and think it's some amazing 2011 find. Because if so, they're going to find out that um, he sprayed his load over it. Um, good job, Sycamore. See you later. And wackily, you're a fucking dick. 
<laughs> why do you have to end it with that? Yeah, why did you, man? I'm going to come and find you, and I'm going to tell on you that you spunked over an artifact. Why don't you just wait till he dies? Because uh, I don't know what the longevity is of an English person, but they eat so much fish and chips and boiled pizza <laughs> that it probably won't be too long. Dig up the grave and then just jack off on the corpse. It would be fitting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Wacker, this, this cracks me up. I would almost say that this is an is-that-gay question. Even though it was not presented as such, it seems like it should be an is-that-gay question. But he, was, he was alluding to it that it's a male mummy. It's not a female mummy because not a lot of females were mummified. Yeah, not many females were mummified. It's probably an Egyptian pharaoh. So is it gay to jack off on a male – if you're a male and you're jacking off on a male in mummified corpse – well, you know, I almost want to amend the uh, the statement I just made. Maybe you should call, is it necrophilia? Maybe we should have a new segment saying, is it necrophilia if if I fuck a dead cat? Is it necrophilia if I jack off on a mummified male corpse? That's a good How about, point. is it necro-gay? Was he thinking about the mummy or something else? I think or this is kind of gay. If you ask me... I think this is – we, we should almost play the theme music. I would say this is gay. He opened up a tomb of a male mummified corpse. Whether it, whether it looked like a man or not, it was a man mummified. And he, he sprayed his manhood, his semen, his jizz all over another James man's the, chest. While his friend Sam of Maystone, Kent, was watching apparently. <laughs> I think That's it's pretty, I think it's a pretty gay act, uh, gay action, don't you think? Yeah, I, I I also think it's the 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 other thing that's funny to me is the question of what's going to happen. I mean, because I think maybe the Kent Department of you know ancient artifact studies is going to find the semen. <laughs> They're going to compare the semen to the DNA database of the of the what do they call those the uh, behavioral disorderly. Citation the Asbos, the Asbos. They're going to compare it to the Asbo database, and they're going to conclude that there's a chav, a time-traveling chav, <laughs> who went back with a time machine, who went back 4,000 years and spooged all over a mummy once it was mummified. And now they've got its, you know, this ancient spooge, which is really just current spooge, but the classics department will be deceived. That's my hope. You know, I could almost see a chav with a time-traveling machine if, if that's probably <laughs> what he would do. He's just like, yeah, I went back in time. I had a wank on Napoleon. I liked it. I, 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 I happy, happy slapped with somebody. I don't even know. <laughs> Historical people. Uh, Churchill, something like that. I went back in time. I happy slapped Abraham Lincoln. I liked it. It's just like I could see that happening with a chav. Like the first thing, I'm gonna go back in time. I'm going to wank on a corpse of a you know a mummy, a mummified corpse. Well, you know what cracks me up too is how easy it is to break into a museum in England. I don't think you could do that here. No, I know of no <laughs> museums like it. But maybe they're just they're just abundant. Like I mean, like you know the shitty like local neighborhood libraries we have around here. Maybe it's like that sort of thing. Yeah, maybe it's just that easy. But but I in. but I do like this this idea of the time traveling chav 
and, and once again, I think we've given away one of our best concepts. I actually think that would make a great comic strip. I think that would make a great comic strip. The time-traveling Chav that just went back in time and either wanked or happy slapped or spit on a historical figure. I think that, I think that would be – you know, I went Spanish. back in time and I took a piss on Winston Churchill. You know, I could see that happening. I think that would be funny. The Mona Lisa? Oh, shagda. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess uh, even though it wasn't the question wasn't presented, is that gay? Yes. I think it was gay to wake on a on a, a mummified male body. And I think it was also gay to watch your mate wake on a mummified male body. Did he did he give the mummy the reach around? That's the question. Yeah, that's the question. I, I wonder. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> People call the sick wrong hotline. Two oh six 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 six. Three eight four six. We uh, do do always love to answer your questions, people. If you haven't already, go check out the Sick and Wrong forum. It's you can go to sickandwrongpodcast.com. Just click on forum and you go right to the forum, or just type in sickandwrongforum.com. There are a lot of new members. I think there's like eight hundred people on there now. Um, I don't even know how many active members are on there, or how many active posters. But every time I go on there, there's at least twenty people and a lot of girls for some strange reason. I I can't really explain. It's a safe place for them to be and hang out and talk to retards. And show their titties and get complimented. I mean, you could even right. have uneven titties. But I'm, I'm talking grossly <laughs> uneven titties. And you'll I love still them get uneven. Complimented. Yeah, it's nice. Uneven are the best. It means they're real. <laughs> it's true. So go check out the Sigurong Forum at com. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show via iTunes. I know a lot of people have these Android phones. I'm a, I'm a cool person with my Android phone. But, um, but yeah, subscribe to the show maybe if you're through our RSS feed on your Android phone. But then on your computer, you know, go, go, go to Sikorong and then go to iTunes because that's what really counts. That's what helps us out. And, I fixed uh, the RSS feed this week, by the way, because I, I was broken for a while. Oh, did you fix that? Thank you, Wackerly. Uh, a couple, yes, I fixed a it. couple listeners pointed that out. So yeah, just go ahead and do that. Um, we appreciate your support. Also, best way to support Sick and Wrong is to wear a shirt emblazoned on your chest that says uh, "Sick and Wrong Podcast." It's uh, you'd be a walking billboard and advertisement for our show. And not to mention, it's a, it's a talking piece. You know, you go to a party, you're probably going to be the only person wearing a sick and wrong shirt at that party or at that bar. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, most likely you probably will be. But if there's a hot chick with size D breasts also wearing a sick and wrong T-shirt, you're probably going to get laid. So it's a good, it's a good way to meet women. Go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on store, order your T-shirt today. The song of the week here was sent in by a guy who calls himself Sick and Ralph. I like that. It's got a good ring to it. He says, yeah. Dead Birds... Dead fish, what's next? Dead podcrafters? I think this might be the apocalypse, dudes. End the show with some Turbo Negro, Sick and Ralph. People, we'll be back next week with episode uh, 260. You know, wackily, we're almost to our five-year anniversary, isn't it? Isn't that alarming? When's the five-year anniversary? It's coming up. Like uh, someone pointed out, like sometime in January, I think, or early February. Oh, Our five-year anniversary. I, you know, I find it I hard to believe. I did not know that. I know. We have I, to get prepared for that. That's, that's going to be a lot of Jaeger. It, there's going to be a lot of Jaeger. I, we're, we're definitely going to have to do something special for that show. But people, stay tuned. We'll be back next week with episode 260. Until then, take it sleazy. Good night. <laughs>
And we are going to launch ourselves into the snow, which is about 10, 30 centimeters. And one, two, three. Fuck! Jesus! Ah! Oh! Oh! Jesus! Oh! 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 My God. My penis looks much more small than you like. Anyway, also, you have a. Oh, thank you for that. that one. Do you have a comment? It's very nice. Well, thank you very much. I think that's all we have from the great frozen Norwegian country. I'm going to see it and go lift up. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck.